Hey gang, welcome to the Scott and Donna Show. It is again Friday and it is again 1 o'clock and you are Donna. And you're Scott and we're here together. You know, Donna Donna told me today, you know, hey, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be you opening the show today, which was a relief to me and here's why. I am, I, I see two groups pitted against each other. One group is Donna all by herself and then you, you the listeners and me are in the other group. And Donna, Donna began by saying, you know, she would begin each show by saying it's a show that will, what are those four words that you like so much? Inspire. Inspire, engage, entertain. And enrage. And, and enrage. And after, when I heard that once, you know, I, I, was, I was none of those four things. Um, and it got worse after that. So I finally convinced her to drop it all together. And she has. Well, I did she until has. just now I'm pulling my cards back out. Because apparently uh, we're going to need them. But I've already said it. I've already said the four words. Okay. Well, let's see if we can be that today. So can I? You know, last week I had the lipstick on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. I brought it. I'd like Wait, to put where it is on it? again. Here it is. Wear it. I brought you a different color. That color wasn't real good for you. I decided. Oh, here. Welcome to the Scott and Donna Show. It's Friday. It's 1 o'clock. You did real good, Scott. You didn't even need the cue card. And I you know. did it. And you did it. Okay. You write up those stupid cards and you act like it's a crux for other people. Well, I thought maybe it, we might need a crutch in the beginning, but apparently we don't. I so. asked you to bring me lipstick that's redder, um, you know, because I came in here today wearing this flowered sarong, and I wanted something that would go with it. It looks pretty good, yeah. yeah. It matches a whole lot better. I like that color better on you. I think you should take that home and wear it every day. And you're listening to The Scott and Donna Show on HearWomenTalk.com. Okay, you're just going to randomly go through the cards here? <laughs> I might. <laughs> what difference does it make? Y'all stay tuned because this is apparently all that's going to happen for the next no, hour. No, no, no. We're going to take commercial breaks, and then we're going to come back to Donna reading more cards, you know, cards that she wrote that are all out of order. Um, our topic here's for a card today. she's holding up that says, Our first topic today is blank, and are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, there's no call for the card. It doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't, does it? There's no topic filled that's what's, in. That's the beauty of it. We don't have to have a topic. We can just talk to each other like okay. we love to do when we do so you know, often. When I was growing up, there was a show called My Three Sons. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show. And you remember you know, Fred McMurray was the dad yeah. and Uncle Charlie and then the three boys. And there was something going on in one of those episodes where the three boys were, you know, as usual, up to something, but it wasn't anything real bad. It was always something that, you know, was actually pretty good. But they were up to something. They didn't want anybody to know about it. So when their dad walked in the kitchen, um, you know, Uncle Charlie did everything around the house. He was, you know, kind of like a maid. Yeah, he was a the guy nanny, of, the maid. Yeah. Um, and so um, somebody came into the kitchen. It'd be like Fred McMurray, um, the father, came into the kitchen. And Ernie, the youngest of the three boys, he was, too cute. was, was uh, saying a little too much. You know, he was given given away whatever it was they were trying to keep secret. And, and Rob, the eldest son, turned to him speaking in code and said, "Listen, listen. Uh, the reason that Uncle Charlie, this is what he says to Ernie, because this you, is what you I'm saying to you." Remember all this? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I remember all this. This is weird. Um, okay. He turns to Ernie and says, "You know, um, the reason Uncle Charlie put the cake in the refrigerator is to cool it, Ernie." Which, which I thought was, you know, just so incredibly funny that I remember it 40 years later. But that's what I say to you: cool it, darling. I'll cool. You know what? Cool it, I just, I, just so you know, I brought my cooling spray, cooling so I got it. Got it. You know, got while, it. while we're while we're talking because a little bit about last week, yeah, the, 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 the success of of the show 
Well, the show was not successful. But it was great. The dumb joke that was told on the show. That was dumb. The the joke that I told. Don't go go saying it was dumb. It was dumb. dumb. Clearly, it was stupid. That that joke was so good that I, I, all this week, I have been getting calls from, you know, the big network. (laughs) Um... All the all the L.A. and Manhattan agents. And you didn't tell me. You know, one day, well, you're not the one who was involved in the joke. Oh, you were, sure I was. You were the one who didn't like it. I repre- <laughs> I I recognized. Hell, I wrote the thing. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. so you know, I recognized its, awesome. its comedic value. And those who are in a position to discriminate and appreciate what's what's comedy and what's not have spoken. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. And so you're um, heading to L.A. when? This was I'm, I'm in the middle of something here. Um, well, get on with it, will you? When it's not catching on here. Come you on. know, when, come on. Do you remember the old Monty Python thing? Come on. No, I don't even the, know who Monty Python is. One of the is. agents, and this was this was one of the one of the big agents. He handles handles all the big names. All those big names would soon be much smaller than mine, though. But he said that, that this is like the Monty Python <laughs> thing on. You might remember, I think it was in one of the movies, oh. uh, that somebody had come up with, Monty Python was fantastic, but somebody Who had... the heck is Monty Python? Um, are, are you still talking? Yeah, I need okay. to know. I, I have to have a reference here. I need a visual. I need a visual. You, you listen into your headphones, and if you hear me talking, that means... That's it. You should not be... That is it. I'm coming after you. <laughs> Stop it. So... Somebody comes up with this joke. It's like two countries at war or something like that. Oh, and one of, them, one of them comes up with a joke. And the joke is, you know, so funny that you will actually, actually die laughing. And so when they created the joke, they had, you know, it was created in, you know, in laboratory conditions. And they, like, gave each scientist one word to come up with the thing was all split out because if you heard the whole joke you would die and a lot of people did die in that process but they finally pulled the joke together and they would send a man out there with earplugs or something like that onto the battlefield and he would read the joke to the other side and every man on the field who heard it would die Scott. You know, and, and my joke was and this is a direct quotation. <laughs> Scott, my joke can we was, get a break soon? My joke was a good deal funnier than that. <laughs> this is what they said. Who said that? So, Somebody. Yeah, there thank you. There you go. I mean, who? What who? a rim shot. So, you know, you know what the problem is? We have to now rebuild the show because all of last week's listeners are dead. Oh, is that it? Most of them deceased. Oh. Well, I don't know. One um, is sitting right in there, and he didn't die. And for so, the, well, actually, two are in for, there. For those of you, um, I don't know, maybe they've got some kind of force field around them. I don't know how to explain that anybody would live through that. Scott, can we just, we had to move past that. Okay, we just have to move past it, because it is just not funny. Well. It is not funny. There's nothing funny about it. You know, things on this show either should be funny, or they should glorify me. And, and I thought that one... It did neither. <laughs> it could have been neither. <laughs> no. Okay. No, 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 well, no. Let, let's go to one of your lame-ass topics. I let's beg your pardon. Lame-ass. Well, you know, last week I, I got off on Walmart so badly. because And I haven't been back in there, I have to tell you. I got a couple of messages from some friends of mine who were listening that day. And they said, stay away from Walmart. Here's what we recommend. Stay out of Walmart. So I don't get arrested. So I don't cause a riot. Anything like that. Since I almost have in the past. Based on our, based on your 
reminding people that they don't smile in Walmart. That's right. Well, and because that that day that I stood there and got all the people that were in line all riled up because there were only four checkout lanes open yeah. and there were 15 people deep in each one, and I got all upset and I I asked for the manager and I had people cheering, yeah, yeah, woo, 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 woo. And oh, you God, know, not that. Are yeah. they still doing that? Well, I am. The you're whoop, still. Whoop, whoop. You're talking about freaking my three sons, for God's sake. Well. So and what? My three sons is eternally cool. Well, whoop whoop was the pretty, from Pretty Woman. I think well, that's pretty cool. I, I guess what you did in there might be a crime. You know, the crime of inciting a riot. Well, it might have been, and I might I might do it again. That's why I need to stay out of Walmart. I would riot in Walmart with almost no provocation. Oh, good. Go with me, Ben. If someone just just <laughs> says. If they say, you know, hey, let's ride, I'd drop all my shit and, you know, join them. <laughs> okay, let's go. You know, go. Go out to my car. I carry a burning torch in the car. I just go out and get that and come back in the store. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we're, we're not talking about Walmart today, okay? You just brought up Walmart. I know that. And I, I, so that I could tell you we're not talking about it. Okay. I had to talk okay. about it. So now we're not talking about oh, we're not talking about Walmart anymore. Oops. I'm thinking we could handle this in the inverse. Do you think I you know, we talk about what we do want to talk about God. rather than you know showing everybody what the boundaries are? Here's what we're not talking about today. Okay. okay. All right. Well, let's do but that. What, give us something that we are talking you about. You know what I'd like to talk about? Football players in their uniforms. Okay. You know why? Let's hear it. Because there are some football uniforms out there that are really, really sexy. Have you ever thought about that? Um, no, I can promise you I haven't thought about that. Have you not ever looked at, you know, you know how those football players, they're all in these stances where their rear ends are sticking up in the air. It's just degrading, right? isn't it? It's just, no, it's awesome because if you look at those butts, it's like, wow, and they put those shiny little silver britches on. How like, about see, that quarterback? The, I the Raiders. No I mean, wait, 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 I got to tell you. The uh. Raiders, Trey, honey, I love you very much, but I, I have to say this. The Raiders and who else? Um, last night we were watching Pittsburgh. Those guys, they have some really nice buns so there go ahead why is there drool coming out has, of your mouth Trey has nice buns too so. talking about this I like his buns best is that all you want to say if I could say? put him in a football uniform my life would be complete why don't you go in the other room and <laughs> talk with Trey about that and I'll do the show because we got to have somebody in here who's qualified which means I better not leave oh yeah ha 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 very funny <laughs> You know, how long do we have till a, till a break? Well, quit asking that. That means you don't want to talk anymore. Two we minutes. Have, we have two minutes till a break. There's something you'd like to cover. I'm about to flash you now. Because I have a story I'm going to tell, but it's going to it's going to uh, like most of my stories. They take forever. <laughs> my sister. Way too long. I might have you said can't this even last don't even week. start it. Don't even. My sister tells oh, me. Starts anyway. She advised me recently against telling the. She said, Scott, don't tell your stories that. Never have an end. And I can't remember if I said this last go, week go. or I was saying to somebody else. It was either that they never have an end or they never have a point. And I, I was unable unable to, to, to even deny it. I just had to hang my head. And I, I thought, you know, That's I progress. believe that is how people think of my stories. Pretty much. I, I think I think of them as, you know, damn entertaining. Of course and you do. In a lot you of ways, so superior very and instructive and well told. I think it's time to take a break. That's funny, interesting. Yeah, you yeah. keep thinking that. You go ahead and think that. I'm promising a good story on the other side oh, of the great. break. It's going to involve some 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 asshole from England. Ooh. So <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. come back in just a minute with the Scott and Donna show. Let me buy your lipstick. Hey, Scott. welcome back to the Scott and Donna show. During the break, I noticed 
Um, I have my lipstick on today. Uh-huh. Um, again, I'll take it off after the show. Last week after the show, um, I forgot to take it off. And I, I actually went around town. You went to Walmart. Uh, I didn't go. <laughs> I, did, I did go a couple places. Okay. And, what happened? Um, you remember during the show, I actually was fairly vain about how the lipstick You thought it looked, looked very nice on you. I know you did. did That's look, why I brought this to for you this week. Damn nice. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw that lipstick, you know, I caught a look at myself in the mirror. You know, I... I, you know, without even thinking about it, sort of gave, gave myself a rather delightful swish of the hair. And uh, <laughs> you, uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting a little worried about you. And then when I, I looked down and I saw this rise in my pants. Oh, Scott! And and I thought, yeah, that's I, just weird. Well, you know, it, the whole week ever ever since that experience, because you Give know, me the, 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 the rise hasn't gone away. And you know, it's it's been a right interesting week, as the Southerners like to say. Right interesting, eh? Yes. Well, put has. you on some football bridges, and we'll really see some rise. Now, now I am not gay. Um, apparently, I'm just attracted to myself. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is, you know, I love I love having myself around, and <laughs> you know, in the evening I'll you know cuddle, cuddle up with myself <laughs> and all that and. You know, whisper sweet nothings in, into my own. Show me how ear. you do that. I want to see how yeah. you whisper sweet nothings into your own ear. Well, you... I record them, okay. and then I just play them back. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, tell myself, you know, what what a god I am. Like what? Tell me some. Tell me how. Use the voice you use. You um, use a real sexy voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> god, I bet you put your lipstick on first too, don't you? <laughs> I guess I started yeah. it with football bridges. So, so anyway, I see this lipstick here on the on the bottle of water I'm drinking out of. You know, just like I always see girls leaving on there. And uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know why this is. I really don't know why it is. Maybe somebody knows. Why? What is? Um, when girls do this, and I see their lipstick on something, it's um, sexy. It's disgusting. No, it's sexy. When, when I do it, it's it's lovable. I think you got to just uh, opposite. Well, just the, I had a girl mm-hmm. over uh, last couple of nights, oh, and I'm kind of getting her used to things, and <laughs> and she run, she run left fast. a, a lipstick smear. Um, it was it was a smear. I don't want to know where. It began as a ring, and then and then it became a smear, and um, and there was no longer a rise in my. That, thank you very much for sharing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, why don't you suck on that bottle right there just a little bit more, put a little more lipstick on it. You want to talk now to keep me from talking? And let's, yeah, let me talk. Oh, by the way, by the way, all, <laughs> all the things that I said, um, when, let, me, let me find this. God, um, we don't have enough time. All to these all opinions the that said. I've expressed are intended to and do reflect the opinions of both Hear Women Talk and Zeus Radio Network as well as its owners and agents. Hear women talk, and its owners agree to be held liable for these things. Uh, no, actually, I saw this what? disclaimer yeah. on the website that Hear Women Talk isn't responsible for any of the content of the shows. Well, and I, I don't thought, blame them. well, they should be responsible for the content of my show. Well, you put your hands on your hips and you go tell them that, baby. <laughs> that looked a little effeminate it, it when did. I did that. Thought, well, you got the lipstick on, you got the hands on the hips. Uh huh. <laughs> you go ahead, girl. Go on, go on, tell them. So uh, now that everybody knows that Hear Women Talk is is responsible, um, you might want to take notes about what I say <laughs> so you can direct letters to the management. No, they're not responsible. They're probably going to get mad that I even said that. What, what did you have on your mind, Dawn? No, they won't get mad. Well, how could they get mad at you? I don't, I don't I know. know either. I don't know. No, this is what I had on my mind, actually. I was, um, I was thinking about my dog. 
Okay, Duke I love my dog. Lucy? I love my dog Lucy so much. I love Duke too, but you know Duke is kind of a hand-me-down dog, and he's big, and he's drooly, and he's he's sweet. Don't get me wrong, he's Duke sweet. Duke is a wonderful boy. I love Duke. I love Duke, but my Lucy is my Lucy. Like Lucy is a wonderful girl. Okay, now here's the thing. Before Duke, there was Charlie. When you had Charles, I had Charlie. You know, and I got. I got Lucy because Erica was going through a little stage. Erica, my daughter, was going through a stage, and she felt like Charlie loved me more than her, and she wanted her own dog. So I went and got Lucy and surprised her with Lucy. So about six months later, I came around the corner in my living room, and Lucy and Charlie were connected. Hmm. You know what that means? Uh, I I know what it means. (laughs) They were stuck together. Okay, and um, and I was going, oh my gosh, what what are you gonna? I said, Erica, run across the street and get Miss Tina because Miss Tina um, raises dogs and she's an AKC judge. And Miss Tina. um, Oh, so we're gonna judge it? So yeah, I wanted her to judge and see how they were doing. But anyway, Charlie, you're doing fine. (laughs) No, I called her and said, can we pull them apart? Can we disconnect them? And she said, no, honey, you can't. That will damage somebody's something. So no, you can't. You cannot pull them apart. So needless to say, uh, were they just involved in foreplay? No, honey, they were doing it. They were downright doing it. Okay, right they were there planning, in front of me and Erica a family and, and everything, huh? Yeah. A few okay. months later, it was a house of seven Shih Tzus, <laughs> and not, not just two. <laughs> seven. And one shit and mom, right? You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was really sweet, and the dogs were were precious, and good heaven, so it was a zoo. It, and I did not turn into Cruella DeVille until maybe a month into it. And then I started going crazy. I bet. You know, Trey's making comments back here. I bet he is. Because he was there. He saw. All I hear is, oh. 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 Bless his heart. I was sick one night. If you say bless his heart again. I'm, don't tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to defecate here in the studio. Dustin has a sound effect for everything. These are not things that, that we have planned. We're not oh, we're not God, bright no, enough. It smells really bad in here. Did you want to say anything else about that? I'm not going to say another thing dogs? about my dogs. Okay. Fine. You go ahead. You know, like my dog story. I thought you loved dogs. I was I thought it was cute. I had I two dogs, and then all of a sudden I had seven. How do you think they'd feel about you coming in here and talking about their personal lives on the air? They don't know. Uh huh. Do they have a radio? Well then. Oh God. Okay. Let's talk about. Let's go back to football bridges. Oh, gosh. Well, let me, let me tell my story about the English guy. Okay, good. That sounds like fun. It's really not much of a story. But I was, I was, I was out yesterday um, in my neighborhood but on the street, and some guy, I was out with, with my little dog, Rigby, and people should be getting to know his name by now. I talk about him every week. Um, we, were out, we were out there, and some man comes along, and he said something. He was obviously asking a question, but I couldn't understand it because he, he wasn't speaking English. And um, so I said, uh, um, I asked him uh, to repeat that, and he, he did, and I still didn't understand it. And I said, would you mind trying that again? And he said it, and this is the first time I realized he was actually speaking English. He was just from England. I was ready for, you know, normal talk like we hear around here, at least in this country. So even an English accent really threw me. You know how you're not ready for it. And you, you're not expecting to have to interpret it, and when it doesn't sound right, you assume it's foreign. But I, I turned out I could understand him, and um, he was saying, "Where's the nearest call box?" And he meant telephone. He meant he meant telephone, which just just irritated me to no end that Why? he'd come over here and call the thing a, a a call box. He should know better. 
So I said to him, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy, very mild-mannered and all that, but I said, I said, look here, you know, if I see you coming around this neighborhood ever again, if I even hear about you coming around here with your damn call box shit and your cheerio and Bob's your <laughs> uncle, I will <laughs> jack you up against the wall and pop a cap in your ass, buddy. I thought you were you like the trumpets. You told me from the get go you wanted trumpets. Well, you know, you know, you want to know what the problem is? Is that what you're about to ask me? Yeah, what's the problem? So that so that there are a lot of people from from our area that don't speak English. They need interpretation, and they're from Aner. I don't know. Those England has been pushing my button for years, and I'm, I'm just at that point where I've had it with them as as a nation, from the prime minister, whoever he is. Right on down to to this call box. Well, fella. I was going to ask you, who was it that you know, pissed you know, you and off they, first? They call each England. other like old shoe, and you know all all those things. Oh, I just think it's charming. Irritate me to no end. So you know, I've always wanted to say I'm going to pop a cap in your ass. Um, it sounded you know very hip and and dangerous. You sound so mean oh, and man. just you know just vicious. I am, and, I am hard as nails. And like you know you're a big tough guy. And for those in of you who do not know what I look like, get on the Hear Women Talk website and prepare to be afraid. Yes, yes. I'm going to make you change that photo though yeah. and put one on with your lipstick on. I'm about eight feet tall, all hair. Oh, Scott. I... Yeah, he's. <laughs> This is Dreamland. Oh, Dreamland. Speaking of Dreamland, I wanted to talk about dreams. Are you finished with that story? Yeah, I'm hoping for a commercial break God, here before you get to yours. that was so long. I mean, geez. Did the man ever find his call box? Five minutes to a commercial break. Did the man that find his call box? That means Donna's going to start with this. That's exactly what it means. Are you prepared for that? Okay. Scott, did the man find his flipping call box? I, I don't know. He, he, he could barely walk away. His knees were knocking together so hard. I don't know whether he found that call box or not. Okay. But I, I, he, he won't be coming around my street again. You can rest assured. That's not, that's not very friendly. I'm, I'm surprised at you. I'm not required to be friendly. Well, it's a nice thing to do. We do live in the South, it, and Southern people typically are typically are friendly, friendly is, except in your, if you're in Walmart. You know, I can tell you why I'm jaded. I'll get to that when you get to get through your story. I, I can tell you what, what, what has me, you know, so, so, so rankled and upset. Other than England? Yeah, England. Mm, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, this is good. Wrangled and upset. Um, no, I just wanted to talk about dreams. Let's, because talk, let's talk about dreams. Are these dreams dream? in your sleep or dreams you have in life that you want to have fulfilled? These are dreams, your sleeping dreams. Okay, because both your dreams in your sleep and the dreams you have that you want to have fulfilled all involve me, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. There was a pause there. Absolutely. Uh, you well, were just my deciding boyfriend is you in the studio, the you know. Air. I got yeah, to... <laughs> to deal with. Trey knows the score. He knows he can't compete. <laughs> Ooh, I don't have my glasses on, but I didn't think I saw him laughing. There's a lock on this door, right? Yep. Oh, better, you better put the padlock on now, baby. And you better okay. you better wipe that lipstick right off those lips. Well, let's let's talk about your uh, about your dreams. Well, I, I was just wondering about reoccurring dreams. You know, and there's there are two. Excuse me. It's what? Recurring. It's what did not I say? reoccurring. It's recurring. Recurring. How did I write it? Well, it's how you recurring? pronounce it. Well, that's because I made a mistake. Excuse me, I'm not as perfect as you. Recurring dreams that that occur and reoccur and re reoccur over and over again. That's correct. Okay, go ahead. That you have multiple times. Okay. Okay, I have I have a couple of dreams that I have a lot. 
Well, down to two minutes. Wrap it up. Well, I'm not going to get into it now because you know it's going to take me longer than two minutes to go into my dream story. Your stories that never end. My sister will be on you next. Well, you do not want my sister on you. Hey, at least I have a good point. I, I, went from, I went from one dog to two dogs to seven. And so my story had a point. And your story about the Englishman had what point? <laughs> okay, then. I think we're going to take a break now. All right, Dustin? All right, we're taking a break. Scott, this is it. I can't come back. <laughs> Be sure and come back to the Scott and Donna show. Welcome back to the Scott and Donna show. I'm fussing at Scott because this song has played going back into a show at the, the same time every week, and I always go, oh, I love this. Oh, yeah, get down, Will Smith. And I'm in here having myself a big time. And so I just asked Scott, who is this, Scott? And he said, I don't know. Well, she, you have 13 songs for the show i mean i had told that story long ago that you you gave me 13 songs for the show and i wasn't allowed to even contribute i know i hadn't heard of any of the 13 and the ones i had heard of i didn't like at all and the ones i hadn't heard before i didn't like so i don't like any of the 13 songs oh great okay so when you ask me who's singing you know you don't I really, care i really don't care although i think will smith is a pretty swell guy yeah, i didn't I, know that was him singing i guess you probably do what does that mean <laughs> Well, let's think about it. I am legend. Uh, what but are some? I'm sitting here wearing lipstick, talking about you Will know, him Smith. Being a pretty swell guy. Yeah, you were talking about looking at yourself in the mirror a few minutes ago, and I liked what here, I saw. Put some more lipstick on. I'm not the only here. one. Yeah, apparently. Are you going to talk about these dreams? Yeah, you know what? I have this dream. Should we ask the listeners Recurring. to go go to sleep during this, or should we ask them to wake up maybe for this portion of well, the show? I think that if they're listening, that they'll continue to listen because you just never really know what we're going to say. Thank you for not rolling that out so far to, as to break it. You broke mine last week, by the way, mm-hmm. my lipstick. I don't care. Okay, well, you owe me $15. Anyway, the thing is this. $15? Is that what that costs? Yeah. Tube of lipstick, that's the cheap stuff. Well, you're just getting screwed. <laughs> Women get screwed. You know what? Women get screwed all the time. Let's think about this. How they much do, do you? How they much? Do. I don't mean literally. And I'm in favor of it. I I mean, look at these blue jeans that you have on. Yeah. Okay. I how much them. you pay for those? I don't know. Okay, you paid what? Fifteen, twenty dollars, maybe. N- no, not not these. These would be like two hundred. Are those just like okay? You're, you're messing up my whole point here. My all whole right, point I paid fifteen dollars. Thank for you. Them. Thank you. Does just roll you? with me here. Yeah, yeah. You paid fifteen dollars for that. Now, if I go to one of my favorite stores and pick out a pair of jeans, I will pay no less than seventy dollars. Because yeah, I can see how me paying two hundred really does kind of yeah that messed the whole thing up. Yeah, it did. But you, you know, you can if you paid two hundred dollars for those jeans, you got ripped off. So I'm sorry. My reaction in that I only paid fifteen for these. My reaction should be, holy damn shit. <laughs> Seventy dollars—that is—that is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, though. You know, you're Think bringing about it. this up now, and I realize that the, the 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 nation is being held hostage by the garment industry. What is going on? Is that? Big enough That's good. I like that. I like that I much throw better. Should I a chair through the window? No, I think something? that was good enough. Okay. That was good enough, okay. but it, it is true. Because I Okay, I asked you not to do that, and you had to go ahead. I'm that sorry. temper got the best of you. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a jerk. Well, I, I cannot oh, keep God, my write, cool. Wait, write it down. Cool write it, it down. Ernie. Write it, Ernie. Cool it, Ernie. That was pretty funny. I did like that show, yeah. by the way. Okay, my recur- recurring. I told, I told that story real well, didn't recurring. I? Recurring. Recurring dream. Yeah. Would be this. <clears throat> I'm getting, you know, when I was in the news business, I was a newscaster for quite some time, and I was a radio newscaster, as you know, and I used to dream when I was doing that, that 
it was time for me to do a newscast, and I did not have my news prepared. And I was, you know, scrambling all around going, what am I going to say? Just grabbing the newspaper or, or trying to figure out what I'm going to say because they're counting down 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, you're on. And I had, uh, good afternoon, welcome to da-da-da-da, you know. So that was one of my recurring dreams. And another one is from, uh, I have this one still, and it's about college, that I'm getting ready to graduate from college. And my senior year, I cut a couple of classes all the time because I couldn't stand them. So I cut these classes, and then it's time for exams. And I'm not going to graduate if I don't pass these exams, and I'm in a panic mode. And I, I don't know whether I graduated or not. I mean, I, I did graduate, obviously, in real life, but in my dream, I never get to that point. Where I have graduated or haven't graduated, I'm just in a panic state. You know, are you finished with that? Well, I think so. Let me take a breath. I, got, I have those same kinds of dreams. They, they have to do with being unprepared. <laughs> Well, that's I go what back, I was thinking. My dreams go back to, you know, um, it's really graduate school. Go back to graduate school um, where I'm sitting in an exam and I realize that I've forgotten to take the course. It, it's stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, but actually, th those aren't so much dreams as they are memories. Oh, really? Did uh, you actually do that? <laughs> do, we, do you know what? In my last year of graduate school, I didn't even buy books. That was how bad my attitude was. I got the books from the previous year because you know, you know, each book costs you know some insane amount of money. As much as those jeans. And then when you turn it back in at the end of the year, you know, they give you a quarter. So I didn't even turn them <laughs> back in at the end of the uh, the second year of graduate school. I kept all my second year books to use for. I used them for third year, so I'd go into the class. These are pretty big classes, and I could, I'd just set the book that resembled the book that was associated with that class. I'd set whichever one most closely resembled that book up there so the professor could see that, and I would be flipping through it, you know, with a great look of concern and interest on my face, you know, in in the wrong book. How did you get through graduate school? How did you actually... Never mind. There, there, Don't there, there, there's a secret to it, and that is I'm smart as a whip. Oh, okay. I didn't need a damn book. Uh, I guess not. I guess not. Okay, but the symbols. We don't need no stinking book. <laughs> the symbols. Symbols are important. I think when you're thinking when you're thinking about dreams, they mean something. Mm -hmm. They can be, you know, uh, they can be like a little flashlight into your brain as to what's going on. Do you think? So you're talking about dream interpretation. Yeah, I am. I think that'd be something cool to do, to well, interpret cool. people's dreams. I mean, I think ours is pretty. Our dream, um, unless you have some other dream. We have a dream together. Uh, well, the the dream that you have about not being prepared uh, matches pretty closely with my dream about not being prepared. Yes, so sir. what I'd say is we have a fear of not being prepared. That that I think is the alpha and omega of I analysis on right. that one. I think you're right. Okay. Do you remember your dreams when you wake up? I mean, can you remember details about what you dreamt? Uh, that, that's like the the tree falling in the forest. You know, it doesn't doesn't make a noise. You know, if there's nobody there to hear it. If I'm not remembering a dream, does that mean that I had one and I can't remember? Does it mean I didn't have one? It, it's a question with no answer. I think it means you had one because everybody dreams whether you remember it or not, according to my statistics. Mm -hmm. you know That's what? true. Yeah. Everybody, we everybody got a dream dreams. expert on here Dustin, on the talk radio. Dustin, I will handle this side of the I'm debate. I'm sorry, 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 I'll be quiet. Uh, it's the Scott and Donna show, Ooh. not the Scott, Donna, and anybody who wants to chime in. Hey, you're show. forgetting that I have the power of the uh, button here to cut That's it right. off. He <laughs> could cut. Just go ahead and cut his mic and I'll talk, honey. Thank you. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that a person might not necessarily dream every night. Now, here's something to think about. There are some nights that I only sleep for 
you know, let's say an hour and a half. I mean, that's not common, but, you know, I'm known to get very little sleep um, sometimes. So that's not a complete night of sleep, but it would be all the sleep I get in the night. So you're saying that necessarily, as a rule, that I would be dreaming even during that hour and a half? That's what I'm saying. Yes. And your, your credentials are, well, you don't have any credentials. Well, right? I have dreams. And oh, I can remember my well, dreams. Then you are uniquely positioned. Here. I am, really, I am. And I am you, indeed. You have dreams. And I can actually wake. I wake up sometimes, and I can just go into this complete um, scenario about what just happened in, in my dream. And you did this, and I did this, and I'm always telling Trey about you know this, that, and the other in my dreams. And he's just like, God, stop it! I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you think that's just related to your telling him about your dream? Huh? <laughs> it's like. He came, in, he, came into the, he came into the studio today saying, stop it, I can't take it. I saw y'all getting out of the car, and he was screaming, stop it, I can't take it, and holding his temples. He was not. Yeah. That is not true. He just he's sitting over there in the studio looking, looking he, the look of a man who is in great pain. He looks wonderful. He's not in pain. You know, he's gonna telling kill people me. your dreams, and I, I guess I talk about my family because I have one. But, you know, I, you're, we're not in my family allowed to... Talk about your dreams? Allowed to talk about dreams. That's not allowed, weird. Not allowed you to got a weird that, no wonder you're so weird. That explains it right there. you got a nutcase family. Um, well, actually, you're calling my mother as an individual a nutcase. No, I love your She's mother. She's the one who, who won't allow um, dreams to be uh, told because, after all, it didn't happen. There is no point to it. She would rather push along with something that does matter. My mom is German. You know, no nonsense. Thank God she's not from England. No, in England, yeah, they're yeah, probably sitting around, you know, half the damn day talking about dreams, you know, <laughs> until it's time for high tea. You know what? You I'm know. Gonna, somebody's going to put a cap in your ass as you and leave then, here. Some, some British guy's going to be standing at the door. And it's Bob's your uncle, you know, whatever that means. <laughs> Cheerio! You know, what a, what a irritating country. You probably didn't like the Beatles either, <laughs> did you? Did you like the Beatles? Love the Beatles. Okay, well, then that's sort of um Really miss... um. George Harrison and John Lennon. You do sort of resemble John Lennon a little bit. I always get told I resemble Woody Allen. I got told that twice this week already. That too. You know, I was, if I knew who Monty Python was, I might. Once at the grocery store and once you. by the girl I'm dating. You're dating a girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying trying to hang on to her. Oh, yeah. well, thank God for that. That's why you're being a little more cheerful today. Good. Okay. <laughs> what? And drinking... From a lipstick-stained bottle. All right. So, uh, what do we have? What do we have next? Well, I don't know. Else you want to, to get all? Well, I don't know. About? I just kind of like the whole dream sequence thing. But how long ahead. do we have till break? Quit asking that. You know, three what minutes till a break. Okay. Let, let, well, let that, me that makes this. it sound like you're ready for a break. That you can't take it anymore. I am ready for a break. That you're holding your temples, going, "Get me out of here." I'm not just ready for a break. I'm ready for two o'clock. Because at two o'clock, you're going to see me catapult myself out this door and put a cap in somebody's ass. <laughs> How roam the neighborhoods looking for those English pipsqueaks. Man, I'd go you trade know. my car in right now because they're coming for you. I told him get his ass back to Trafalgar Square. Yeah, sure he did. <laughs> sure he said, did. They probably got a call box over there, you know. <laughs> I can't think of any place in England right now. Uh, any place. Any place is good. That silly little channel that they have over there. All right, but what I was going to say, have you seen the show, um, I'm I'm smarter than a fifth grader, or I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter? That's right. It's posited as a question. Mm -hmm. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yes, I am. And I think about that show. You know, I think I'm pretty smart. Somebody came came into Zeus earlier this morning, and I was um, talking with them, meeting with them, and they they brought their children with them. And 
one of the girls had uh, one of the children there had a, um, a book with some homework in it, and I went over and had a look at it. And realized I couldn't do any of the problems. That's in it. because you didn't study when you were in graduate school. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. Um, gotcha. But I took a look at that, and I asked her whether she heard of that of that show or seen the show, and she said, "Yeah." I, I said, "You know, those fifth graders are pretty sharp." You know, I like to think that I'm smarter than a fifth grader. I think I would do well on that show, but I could tell you for damn sure I'm smarter than all the people on that show who are competing against the fifth graders. They are the world's biggest dumbasses, nitwits, <laughs> nincompoops. Where do they find them? And I, I, I guess I should come in here, you know, ready with some of the, you know, absolutely insane answers that they have given were so far off the mark that would be interesting that it's not even responsive to the question you know that but they I don't need an example of that because everybody's seen that show and everybody has seen you know just how dumb some of these people are they it's, pick a, dumb it's people. amazing they pick the dumb people the people that just can't that are not smarter or as smart as they've been begging grader. Donna to come on You know what? You might be doing the last 15 minutes of this show by yourself. That'd be their biggest, you know, advertising. You know better uh, than that. I'm very <laughs> smart. I'm not even, I will not even, I don't, that's, I, went yeah. right over my head. Donna didn't quite make it through the care. fifth grade, so the show is a little bit intimidating yeah, yeah, for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never seen it. I would not even waste my time. Now, I like Millionaire, personally. Oh. Because I'm going to watch a show. I'm going to watch something. Who wants to be a? Who wants to be a millionaire? That would be me. Yeah, well, I want to be a millionaire, too, but I don't think... But you're not smarter than a fifth grader, so forget about it. Well, the millionaire show doesn't, doesn't even mean you're smart. I mean, you're guessing over the briefcases. I mean, That's not the same show. That's deal or no deal. Oh. You're not even on the right show here. You're not on the right channel. Right, that's right. That's right. The millionaire show, they are asking questions. Gee, gee. Okay, we've got to go to break again. Let me, I'm going to work on... I'm going to fix Scott a little bit here while we're at break. Hi, are we on a break? This is Jessica Dorn. We're on a break now. That is Gimme Shelter. If that was on my list. I did well, I would have recognized it right away, which means which means that you're lying about it being on the list. You gave okay. me 13 songs, and they all sucked. Well, that one was and on the today, list. And now today, Dustin plays Gimme Shelter. By the way, we're live. Oh, oh, welcome back to the Scott and Donna show. People needed to hear that. Well, they, well, because you're crazy, because that is absolutely one that was on the list. And furthermore, you just said you liked them. And um, where is their country um, of origin? Who? The Rolling Stones that sing Give Me Shelter. It's England. Okay, fine. Y you, know, you notice they don't go back there very much. Well, <laughs> right. well, you know, they got tossed out years yeah. ago. Or they got mad at a promoter or something. I can't remember the whole story. but Yeah, I mean, anybody who makes it in oh England my God, Trey wants, left me. wants to come over here. They're sick and tired of it, too. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking I might need to go over to England. You I know, like that old British thing. I ran into a guy the other day. Um, I did pick that song. I was, I was. You did not pick yes, that song. Yes, I did song. pick it. Ask you, Dustin. You picked a bunch of. Go ahead. Deal Am I allowed to chime in? Deal breaker. What's that? What now? What's the question? Did I the, did the, I choose that song? The question is, do you still want to produce the show? <laughs> That's the first question. The second question well, is. Well, well, the first question, the first question is, is who are you going to get if I don't? Um, oh, that's a very good, good. I don't like that. It was sounding briefly like I had the upper hand. <laughs> I, I am uh, only aware of these songs that um, Donna gave me. The only songs that I am aware of that Scott gave me, Donna said absolutely not. <laughs> the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet. The Green Hornet was one of those. Excellent. Al Hurt. It's in Kill Bill. 
y'all right. You know, and it actually is a good song. Okay, play and Miserlou by Dick Dale or the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys version is preferred version. Miserlou. It's an old surf song, but it's really cool. And you know, Miserlou. Here's what makes it cool these days is that Miserlou was the same theme song in Pulp Fiction. So you know. Instantly cool. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Do you know, I saw that movie when I was pregnant with Erica, and I got so sick afterwards. I mean, I was sick for hours. It's not intended for people like you. It's. Oh, there here you we go. go. Here's Al Hurt, the Green Hornet. Oh, that is cool. That's pretty cool. But I, I kind of like Give Me Shelter better. Pretty cool. I mean, that that song. Come on. Wow. I mean, Give Me Shelter is a good song, but we're talking about you know two different areas and of music. And getting jiggy with it. You so as I was be, saying, you can't I get was, that. You can't beat getting jiggy with it, baby. I sometimes complain about people's lack of courtesy, um, oh. and as in you know, not saying dear Scott, dear Donna, you know, saying thank you when they're supposed to, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I really complain about. It. I think I think it's a problem these days, a genuine problem, and um, I'm probably going to be bringing bringing this up about whenever I feel like it because I observe it all day long. And here's something that happened um, uh, a little while, a uh, few weeks ago. I met some fella while I was, uh, well, it doesn't matter where I was. I met some fella, and he was smoking a cigarette. And, and I, I used to smoke. And, um, and I said, you know, I said, I used to smoke, friend. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, that first cigarette in the morning was <laughs> the best one. And he said, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, um, he said, I, I, I would like to quit. He said, I'm one of those who can quit and then get back on it and then quit again. And I asked him how he quit. And, you know, we talked about that for a second. And, I, and he asked me how I quit. And I told him about this, uh, this laser thing. Well, the last time I did it, uh, it was an electric thing. But whatever. It's like acupuncture points in your ear. It's very neat. It's very not like neat. like a lobotomy or something like that. It's, it's not like a lobotomy. Um, it, it, it's, it's a matter of fact, it's so unlike it that the two can't be compared. Okay, good. Um, a lobotomy. <laughs> Why well, I even have to sit here discussing it? <laughs> well, you started it. But I said to the guy, because I'm so friendly and, and, and kind and warm, I, sa- I said, look, if you're really interested in this, I will be happy to um, send you an email of uh, the place where I went, because I don't know it offhand, but I could send you an email about that if you want to give me your email address. And he was all for that. Um, and he was real. He was a nice guy, or you know, I wouldn't have been standing there talking with him. But about you didn't appreciate stuff. him blowing smoke in your face, obviously. No, that's not that's not where it ends. Because remember, the story is about no courtesy. So I said, well, look, I'll be I'll be home um, uh, later on today. I'll be you know back in my hometown, and and I'll send you that email. Sure enough, what stop? Stop banging on the table. Am I banging on the table? Yeah, I've asked you to stop so that's that several times. I want you to stop the banging. I want you to stop doing this. Can you hear that, Dustin? Yeah. Okay. okay. See, stop. You give all me right. hand signals and stuff all the time. I'm trying to get you to. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was discourteous. Are you I understand apologize. this hand signal? Yes, I do. <laughs> and you will not wrap your hands around my throat. <laughs> Go. <laughs> so I send him. I send him the thing, and I brought the emails in. You know, and I said, you know, dear George, enjoyed meeting you this morning. You know, off where we were. And, um, you know, as promised, here's the contact information to, for the Stop Smoking Clinic. To add what I said earlier, the woman who runs it, Leslie, is warm and friendly, and the whole experience is a good one. Um, while it's also on the web website link, you know, here is the phone number. Uh, don't go thinking I own stock in the place or anything. Have a good evening, and good luck in this, and good fortune to you always. That was my email to him. That was very him. kind. And, and here's what he writes back. Thanks. 
Now, I just happen to think that he could have done better than that. Now, he was nice in person, so I'm, I'm, I'm careful to say the guy is not a jerk. He was, he was, he was a pleasure to talk to he could. when I saw him. But, but people forget their manners in different situations. And these days, people think that it's cool to write an email that is more like a telegram. You're you know, right. I don't want to. I don't want to see abbreviated words. I don't want to see sentence with, sentences without punctuation. Everybody in the world who knows me knows that if they send me an email, Donna, it should begin with "Dear Scott." An email. You know. So without getting into all of my you know rules, no, it's to you. It's coming to your address. I have a lot of them, and my rules really come from my mother. And it's I'm from not Germany. Gonna, I'm not going to question question her or quarrel with her over these things. I just think that that something more than thanks would have been nice there. I, I'm not mad about it. My feelings aren't hurt. I just observe these things as they pass before my field of vision, and I judge them. And then you want to pop a cap in your ass. I'm, if I see George around here, with or without a cigarette, you know, he may have gone to the clinic and had success or not, I will be popping a cap in his Let me tell you something, ass. Scott. You know I what? bet he at least lived in England for some period of time. Seriously, thank you or thanks is better than nothing. Thanks is better than nothing. Now, Why I would, would be we, upset if he didn't okay. say anything. Well, here's what that's like. That's like me saying, um, after I pop a cap in his ass, hey, it's better that I only pop one cap in your ass rather than two. <laughs> no, it does not see? have anything to do with that. See, so this is better. No. You know, so saying it's not even related. Th that thanks is, not is related. better than nothing, the, I'm not comparing it with nothing. I'm comparing it with what it should be. Well, apparently you're Why so superior. Why would I be superior. comparing it with nothing? I mean, if I compare, you know, everything with nothing, then it looks pretty good. You just got a new car. If I said, well, it's better than nothing, we're not comparing it with nothing. We're comparing it with other cars, aren't we? Well, yes, but you can't you compare know, anyone else's emails with yours I, because yours are always very thorough, here's, very here's, succinct. Here's the comparison because you, you're not even grasping this. Yes, I am. The, the Don't tell me what I'm grasping. is with, with his version of courtesy and yours. the traditional courtesy. In and then yours. Country. I think there are three here. His, tradition, and then yours. Let, okay, let, 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 how about we approach it this way? Because I'm always going to say that he's wrong, and no one could ever get me off that. But what do you think prevented him from saying more than thanks? Why would a person, and I'm serious, think, I'm serious. I know, I know and I'm going to Why would look a person at, let me say. only say thanks? I mean, is it, is it that he is so pushed for time that he can't say, dear Scott, I enjoyed meeting you, too, and I appreciate your sending along the information. He might have been pushed for time. Who knows? Nobody's that damn pushed for time. Well, I know. Now, you're very busy. And you're people very think, he sent that from a BlackBerry, as you see. People think if they send it from their BlackBerry that they're entitled to say basically nothing, which is wrong also. I mean, it's another kind of excuse. So you know, I, I tend to... How much... You agree with me? Yeah, I, I hate I'm, to I'm, say this. I'm really serious yeah. about that. That would take him... Take him an extra, you know, eight seconds at the most. I'm guilty of it. To say those things. I'm guilty of doing that. And then we feel that. good. I am. I do it. You know, but you don't need to fall down all over me. All I did was send you well, some I'm information. Well, I'm not falling all over you. I'm just I'm agreeing with you about for a change. You. I'm talking about George. Oh, good grief. You know, he doesn't need to get down there and, you know, tell me how pretty I am or anything. But something. No, you do that. Okay, on your own. Yeah, I'm not lacking confidence there. <laughs> no. I'm just gorgeous. No, that, uh, you do have a point. You have a valid point, and I agree with you. 
Some people just don't take the time. They may think they don't have the time, but it is um, it is a very courteous thing to do. Just take a few minutes. Dustin, when this show is archived, the only part I went archived is her acknowledging that I made a great point and that it was correct. Okay? The rest of the show isn't important. That's I it. Like I said, I right would there. agree with you. I, I agree with you. And but some people, and I, and and I admit I, that I, I'm guilty of doing that. And now, I look, don't push apology. me with this. I accept your apology. Okay, that's better. I didn't apologize. <laughs> For a second there, you thought you did. You didn't even apologize for what? You know, when I say I accept your apology, that's a that's my way of suggesting that an apology would be in order. Well, that's not very courteous, now is it? <laughs> Back at you. <ya. laughs> <Okay. laughs> Go ahead. What else do we have? Because I got some other things, but I, I can see basically how much time is left, and it is not enough for my never-ending stories. I know, really, <laughs> really. We're going to have to work on shortening those just a little bit. Yeah, I do have some stuff that I want to. Stories that I am going to have to tell next week. You do have some fun stories. You're a fascinating person, I have to say. I am fascinating. Yes, you are. That's why we get along so well, because I'm so fascinating too. Um, so, what would you like? How much, how much time you do we have left us? Uh, an agreement there would have been nice. Three I, minutes, okay, Donna. I agree with you, Donna. You are. You say are that. what? What did you say? Fascinating. You're fascinating. Yes. Yeah, you're so fascinating. I, I can't even stand it. Thank you. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Say what you need to. Um, well, we have two minutes left, so I wanted to ask what you want to close with. Let's just be courteous. Try to be nice. Go out there and do something nice for Is somebody. Is this a positive message for people? Well, should you asked me what to close with. I want to I want to close. Let's get jiggy with it. Let's play a little get jiggy with it, and let's close with that. I How about we, that? I think we should, we should leave people um, upset and in a state of hopelessness. Is there a way to do that? I, that stinks. That stinks. No, I think how about, there's. How about we do this? How about we do that by saying we will be airing another show next week? Why don't we do now that? There's going to be a feeling of genuine hopelessness out there. No, I'm not <laughs> ending like that. Rioting in the streets. I'm ending to say, I enjoyed it today, Scott. Are even, we ending, are we even though, the show? Uh, even though you make me so mad and you enrage me so, you entertain me, you inspire me. Um, do I engage you? You engage me. Mm-hmm. You absolutely engage me. All right. Well, but we covered the four words. I we, guess we did. We did it all today. We did our job. So I think I think we're ready to close. You know, this this hour, it it, it really is awfully short. It really was you short, know, even so though much, you were so begging for fun. breaks. Thanks. That means a lot to me. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to move the thing along. Yeah. But any, anyway, listen. You shorten your story. We had a good time today. Hope you all did too. Please come back next Friday. Um, we I, will. I promise to have good stories and try to squeeze Don out of the show as much as possible. It would be a better show that way. Then you'll have a riot. <laughs> All right. So long, gang. Bye now.